Steve, Steve, Steve. Hey, 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 what's wrong? I had, I had a night, nightmare. Hey, shh, shh, shh. It's okay. Brendan's here. Brendan's here. I Didn't I tell you, don't eat all your Halloween candy before we go to sleep and it give you nightmares. It's okay. Calm down. Cuddle your Green Lantern doll and go back to sleep. And quit hogging all the doona. Welcome to Geekspeak Sidekick, your ghoulish companion to Australia's number one geek pop culture podcast and TV series, Geekspeak Live. I am the devilishly handsome geek of all trades, Steve Muller. And I'm the guy tapping at your window at night time, Brendan Lowe. Yeah, but that's just so you can like, I can let you in for cuddles. Oh, okay. <laughs> so I was going <laughs> for nothing the, scary about I was going that. for the horror theme. Uh, but it is a ghoulish issue because this week is Halloween. And we were up in Toowoomba on the weekend filming the live Halloween podcast with the rest of the crew. That was a scary experience. It was, <laughs> but for those who didn't see it, I think most people thought it was scary simply because of my costume. Or lack thereof. Yeah, <laughs> I wasn't really wearing anything, was no, I? No, just your little, your little undies. Just my undies. Came out in a hooded cloak. You did. And, you know, the guys were like, oh, because the others hadn't seen our costumes. No, we kept it a surprise from them. And so you've come out, and what were you dressed as again? I was dressed as Skinny Kev Smith. Skinny Kev Smith. He always refers to himself as Fat Kev Smith, so I went as the opposite. I wore my Fat Man on Batman shirt, denim shorts like he wears. I couldn't couldn't get a hockey jersey like he wears, but same... You just buy a tent. Yeah, same colour scheme and everything as the hockey jerseys and promoting his shows. And I, I put on a wig and a beard and I went as Skinny Kev Smith. And, and that beard, how bad was that ripping off your face later? Uh, that well, double-sided tape. Well, the moustache was separate from the beard, so it was with double-sided tape. So that was a little bit uncomfortable. <laughs> but the whole show, I was sitting there, because it's a fake beard, yeah. I was sitting there and I was like, had to keep like pulling hairs out of my it's mouth. It's the most facial and... hair you've ever had in your life. <laughs> well, it's the longest facial hair <laughs> I've ever had in my life. And yeah, and I came out in this red cloak... And the boys are like, because they didn't know what our costumes were. No. And they're like, what the fuck are you? And I've ripped off the cloak and showed them my glory. Your pasty white glory. (laughs) (laughs) And I can tell you now, I scared the shit out of them. Yeah, well, they wanted something, you know, funny or scary, so you did both. And Anna went scary. She was also on the podcast, uh, our Girly Geek Speak host, and she had a lot of fake blood, had one of those... uh, Whited out eyes contact. She went as one of those one of those freaking out. She went as Mad Alice. Yeah, is it what do they call those? Is it like living corpse dolls? Living dead dolls. Yeah, she went as one of those dolls. As yeah, Mad Alice. Yeah. And kept freaking the Todd the fuck out with that eyeball. Yeah, well Todd has his whole eye thing, right? Yeah. And we were in front of the live audience. We, we were. even got uh, one of our audience members in, Nick Scottney. He was dressed up as a very bloody mad hatter. Yeah, yeah. He's God he's good with costumes. Oh. I'm, I'm going to use him for special effects on my little short film I'm writing. Awesome. A- anything blood, I'm going straight to Scotney. <laughs> but, uh, so we were up there, and we not only recorded the live podcast... Yeah, it was web, like, streamed on the web. Yeah, live. we streamed on YouTube. We also recorded the radio show. Yeah, they won't be they won't be throwing to us this week on the radio. We'll, we were actually there. They'll still be throwing us, They're but not throwing to us. Yeah. But no, we actually got to sit in on the radio recording for once, instead mm-hmm. of, yeah, corresponding, if you yeah. will. Actually, have we mentioned that previously? Like, the, the Geek Speak Live, like, Geek Speak now has a radio show. On 102.7 FM, you can head along to their website and actually listen to it live on Tuesday, Tuesday nights, nights at 9pm. And, and Steve and I have our own little segment on yeah, that. Yeah, they throw to us, but because we were there, we got to record with them. <laughs> 
And you guys spoke about something. Before we get into this, this is a Halloween-centric issue of Geek it is, Speak but we, we need to talk about we this. We need to talk <laughs> Because you spoke about this on the radio show, and I had to cover my ears. Yes. Literally. Yes. I was putting my fingers in my ears and shaking them so I could not hear a single thing. Because you had seen the latest episode of Arrow. Episode 3, Broken Dolls. I had not seen it. No. And you were telling me that this episode was so full of Easter eggs, it was fucking ridiculous. Like DC Comics Easter eggs, yes. They really are setting up their own DCU, aren't they? They are. And I mean, some of the things that happen in this show, I'll say it straight off the... Well, we better throw a massive spoiler alert out there to begin with. This is a huge spoiler alert. But, man, just watching some of the things that happen in this show... It's a Batman show. Yeah. Isn't it? Like, the way... Some of the things that happen, like... There's one stage there where... Detective Lance meets Oliver on a rooftop. Yeah, it was it's, very it's, it's Jim so Gordon, Gordon and, Batman. and Batman. But um, the main villain of the episode is Dollmaker. Now he's a Batman villain. A Batman isn't he? villain that was introduced in Detective Comics in the New Fifty Two, mm. written by Tony Daniel. Now I thought I'd heard this name the other <laughs> night because when I heard it in the show, I was like, because every time I hear Tony Daniel, I think Tony Danza. No, I'm no like, not who's the boss. How is this the second time I've heard this? I thought it was something Emily and I had been watching, but you guys mentioned it the other night. Yeah, Tony Daniel was is the writer of Detective Comics yep. in the New 52, um, co-creator of The Dollmaker. Yep. In the show, in this episode of Arrow... He was a lawyer. A, yeah, The Dollmaker's attorney was Tony Daniel. Who represented him six years ago when he was first locked up. Yeah. Uh, two other things now. Did you notice that the number 52 was mentioned in the episode twice? No, I didn't. When they went to find the Dollmaker at the place that Tony Daniel told them that they would find him, yeah. it was room number 52. Oh. When uh, the news broke about Laurel and Detective Lance being kidnapped at the end of the episode, yeah. um, Oliver was in the nightclub. He turned around and he said, can you please put that on Channel, Channel 52? Channel 52. Oh, I didn't pick up on that. Because there were a lot of Easter eggs. There was. Now, there was. Um, they mentioned a chemical company, which is Metamorpho Chemicals. Which is Metamorpho Man. Is yep. it Metamorpho Man or Metamorpho, Metamorpho, who in the New 52 is actually a woman? Okay, I didn't, Ele- I didn't know that. I think it's like Elemental Woman. She's in the Justice League comics. I'm Same more thing. familiar with the you original. You know, with the, she's like half pink, <coughs> half orange, yeah. all over the place. Can turn themselves into any chem- chemical element. He was in a really good episode of Beware the Batman, which uh. I'm going to come back to in a, after we finish talking about this. So he... There was Metamorpho Chemical. Yeah. At the start, you've got Black Canary still sh- showing up. And yeah, she her superpower... She used a technological device that to do the canary emitted scream. Emitted the sonic sounds yep. of like Canary normally does with her voice. Which, by the way, that was one of my faults with the episode. She arrives at the start. Yeah. Oliver's there. She unleashes this sonic device. Everybody in the room goes down, cowering, covering their ears, glass smashing. You know, and... Oliver's just standing there. Seems to have no effect on Green Arrow. And they don't explain <laughs> why. Don't... He's got earplugs. We'll just leave it at that. <laughs> There's a ship at the end. With the name Amazo. Amazo. It's a blink and you miss it thing, but it's there. Oh, I, I had to go back and I was like, I, I did see that, right? And I went back because it's the last one second of the show. Yeah. Um, one of the biggest things that came out of this episode. Ooh. Now, I, I'm not going to lie. I watched this early Friday morning. Jess and I woke up early. We were laying in bed, so we watched it together. And you th- Black Canary goes back to her hideout, which, by the way, is a clock tower. Did you notice? Yeah, so I, as soon as she was climbing that... Earlier on, I thought it was, yeah, birds of prey. I was hoping to see Oracle, but anyway. Anyway, she she arrives after saving uh, Laurel and Detective Lance. Yep. You see a figure 
appear from the shadows. Now, I, I don't know about you. I thought it was Merlin. I thought it was Merlin. I thought it was the Dark Archer. That's. Yep. I, I think they did that on purpose as a bit of a fake out. Yep. Had the same sort of voice. In that sort of morphed voice, he just looks at Black Canary and says... Ra's al Ghul has demanded your return. And I flipped my Mate, shit. I sat upright in bed. I yep. just looked at my... I was like, holy fuck. Like, I lost my shit. Turns out it wasn't the Dark Archer. It was a member of the League of Assassins. Yep. So they're setting it up for a big one. I remember you mentioned only recently in Beware the Batman, Ra's al Ghul was... Got mentioned. Got mentioned. Now, can Speaking we just... of Beware the Batman... Yeah, I need to segue to Beware the Batman, because we've kept our listeners up to date with that show... Um, not anymore. Last week, Cartoon Network released a statement saying it's no longer on their schedule. Which is a shit. I was not happy. And I, this is the thing. A lot of people, I looked at some comments online, a lot of people were praising the decision, saying, yeah, it's shit, it's shit, it's shit, the animation, the animation. I don't know if they've actually watched the show. Tell you what, go fucking animate your own fucking show if you think it's so shit. The stories were really, really good. And one thing I didn't realise is, I, I, I may be wrong, but something I read, um, Batman Brave and the Bold... Okay, yeah. very kid-friendly, very yeah. much like a, you know, quote-unquote Saturday morning cartoon. Has the best Aquaman song ever. Yeah. Apparently, it was getting broadcast in the States at prime time. Yeah. Like Batman the Animated Series and stuff back in the 90s. Um, this, however, Beware the Batman, which is much darker and, and much more, I guess, for, for mature audiences, it's been getting played as a Saturday morning cartoon. Yeah, it's kind of a... They really kind of screwed the pooch on that one. They've yeah. mixed up where they should be putting these shows. So hopefully um, in 2014, like in January, it may come back. I've got my fingers crossed because where they left it, it's such a cliffhanger. They well, mentioned well, Ra's and al And they do it with and... Green Lantern animated series and stuff. Like, I didn't realise they did another 13 episodes because suddenly it just wasn't on. Yeah. But then it came back and went completely kaput. So Cartoon Network, if you're listening... Pull your fucking finger out of your ass and bring the show back because there are people who genuinely were enjoying it. Yeah. But moving along. Yes. Halloween centric issue. Yes. Everything's spooky. <laughs> um, we were talking ghost stories the other night on the live podcast. We were. Have you, because you didn't get a chance to tell us your story. No. Have you ever had anything just really creepy happen to you where you're just like, there's got to be something else fucking going on here. Mate, not not so much. Like, I'm I'm not a believer in, you know, I'll do air quotes, but of ghosts. But I, I do believe that there's, there's, there's this can't be it. There's got to be something else yeah. out there. Um, something more. The thing, the thing that makes me really believe that is not just the fact that people, a lot of people all over the world and for all of time have had these stories that... You know, it's, they're so much alike, and it's, mm. there, there's got to be something else there. But for me, it's more the situations where um, you hear it all the time with, say, elderly relatives and things where, you know, someone someone is on their deathbed, they go, you know, waiting to pass away. Mm. There's no reason medically why they should still be alive. Like, yeah, they've, they they've should stopped, have died 20 years ago. You know, the, the hospital staff have stopped feeding them. They've stopped, you know, they're basically just laying there. And there'll be, say, a family member... Who, who can't get to them to say their goodbyes and things like that. And yeah. it, it might take days. It could take weeks for this person to get to them. And it's the last remaining person of importance that you know needs to say their goodbyes to this person. Mm. And they'll, they'll hold on until that they'll, moment. They'll get to them. And then, you know, within a day or a couple of hours or however long, it's very, very brief they'll just quietly pass away. Yeah. And there's no medical reason for that. Like, there's... 
you know, there's got to be something else. One story that comes to mind is when my grandmother passed away, um, sort of the last quarter of 1999. Yeah. She had this really wicked laugh to her. Like, it was a real... Kind of like yours. A real, <laughs> like it was a real cackle. Real fucking evil. Like, a real infectious cackle. And anyway, the day after her funeral, and it wasn't in sort of the season where you'd normally hear them, we heard a kookaburra yeah. in the trees across the road every morning for months, and it had never happened before. This kookaburra would just start to laugh, like, just lose its shit laughing and cackling mm. every morning around 6 o'clock when Dad would go out and get the paper. The kookaburra would just start... Four months later, when my grandfather passed away, which is another thing, elderly couples all the time. My, my, my grandmother passed away before my grandfather. Yep. And he was the smoker. Fit as a fiddle. He was the smoker, the drinker, everything. She had half a scotch on Christmas Day, kind of yep. like you. Yep. <laughs> Fit as a fiddle, she unfortunately developed uh, cancer. Yeah. She passed away within six months. Yeah, the, power the, was gone. It's and, like it's like they lose that will. Yeah, and that, to see, keep that's going. another thing too. That sort of I think there's got to be something else to it. But anyway, when my grandfather passed away, I'm not kidding. His funeral, as the coffin is going down, kookaburra, two kookaburras. Oh no, fucking way! Two kookaburras Ooh, in the tree, like just that. near where we were. Two kookaburras, like one started. And I sort of was like, oh, that's a bit weird. Then the second one chimed in, oh. and I remember looking over at Mum. As sad as the moment was, you, and it was you just, just look like, over in your mouth that what the fuck kind of yeah. <laughs> but I mean, see, it's stuff like that. I've never had sort of the freaky shit like what? Anna spoke about the other night. But it's little things like that, and it's stuff that every family has that story of that family member. And I don't know. There's uh, just there's really got to be. I'm not one. talking so much about religion and, and spirituality, but there's I don't know. There's just got to be. This can't be it. There's got to be something else. Well, I said mine on the podcast, the live podcast the other night, and I'll, I'll repeat it here in case yeah. you missed it. Like, uh, years ago when I lived in Toowoomba, I used to chuck out the spare mattress on the floor in front of the TV. Mm-hmm. No, you can watch a movie late at night yeah. and just fall asleep. And it was about one o'clock, two o'clock in the morning, and suddenly stereo comes on. <laughs> and it was fucking loud. It was The volume was higher than what I always set it to, and yep. it was just static. It was just... And it's like, it's on some random AM channel. And I quickly turn it off. I'm like, oh, what the fuck? I just had thought, look, like, Zod wasn't trying to speak oh, to you, was he? Yeah, no. <laughs> and then I, I lie back down, and it comes on again. I'm like, oh, what the fuck? I turn it off, and I'm thinking, I must be lying on the remote. Mm. The remote's on the other side of the fucking room. It's nowhere near me. Yeah. I lie back down, and it goes off again. And I'm starting to get freaked out by this point. Like, I'm shitting myself. <laughs> And I turn off, and then I start to notice, each time it turns on, it's also on a different AM channel. It's always static, doing the... <laughs> fucking loud as hell, because this was a big, um... Back for its time. Yeah. Huge stereo, like the speakers are the size of my car. Okay. And I'm freaking out, like I keep turning off, and then it starts turning on. Quicker and oh, quicker. fuck. I end up, like I've pulled the batteries out of the remote, thinking maybe the infrared's playing up. Comes on again, I just pull the socket out of the wall, and I stood there for about two, three fucking minutes just watching my stereo going, I fucking dare you. I fucking dare you to <laughs> See, turn back on. See, if it had have come on... If it had come back on once I'd turn out the power, I would just fucking... Nah, I'm out. Burn I'm the house to the ground, house. move on. <laughs> I've learned from horror movies, if that shit... Ha- if something freaky like that is happening, yeah. fuck it. I'm not taking anything from the house, because who knows if the shit's going to piggyback. Yep. Because it could be a haunted item... I'm fucking out. Yeah. yeah. No, fuck I'm done. that. 
Yeah, see, I've thankfully I've never had anything like that happen. But like the story that the boys told the other night about visiting the the old the old um, Strand motel like, up above the Strand Cinema mm. in Toowoomba, I do like. And Todd had told me in a private conversation. He'd researched the the hotel and everything. There were people that had died in that hotel. He some was of them, me the article. some of them, not you know, not well, necessarily all kosher. Who, you know, yeah, um, committed suicide. Yeah, uh, I mean, I just I don't know. Pre- I prescribed himself some pills. I do think that you know potentially if if someone's not at peace when they move on mm. and they're they're attached to a certain place. Who's to say, you know? And see, I've always been big fans of shows like Supernatural. Yep. Back when it was good. When it should have ended at season five. Season five, five yep. Uh, I, can you believe that show, they've renewed another season? They've just started a new yeah. one? I'm like, why? Fucking Kripke will be rolling in his... Well, he's not dead yet, but he should be rolling. Yeah. It, but shows like that, you know, the monster of the week, the... Like, okay, are you a big horror fan? Not really. I went through that. You can probably, you know, attest to this as well. When we were going through our teens, yeah, um, the teen slasher movies. Oh, they were really scream, came back into vogue. Scream, I know what you did last. Yeah, summer. urban legend stuff like yep. that. I and Final Destination. I see. I wasn't into those films, but I did get into the slasher movies a bit. Like I watched all the the ni- the ones that came out in the nineties. Yep. I went back and watched all the original Halloween films. Um, not so much. Um, like your your Freddy and and I never really got into Friday the Thirteenth. I, I don't think I've ever seen a full one of those all no, the way through. but I, I did go through a, a teen slasher phase in sort of my mid to late teens. Yeah. See, I I enjoy horror. Uh, it's not my jam, it's Emily's. She loves her horror. Yeah. But the ones that really freak me out are the ones that are so illogical. The ones that fuck with your head. Okay. Um, gore has never been really a thing where I'm scared of. You can have your head cut off in a movie and I'll just be laughing at it. But if you're getting your knee reconstructed on, like, RPA on Channel 9, that freaks me out. It's when yeah, it, I'm it's like when that. when it feels real. Saw, you know, that didn't bother me. But when they throw, in the second one, they throw them into a pit of syringes. That freaks me out because I can feel it. Yeah. But, yeah, the ones that get me are the ones that you have no idea what's going on. I'm not saying it's a scary movie, but Blair Witch 2... Years okay. ago, friends were watching that, and I came over, and they were nearly finished, so I only caught the last five minutes. Yeah. Because I had not seen anything that was going on, and the last part of it was just all over the shop, that freaked me out only because it was so illogical. Rightio. It's... But lately, there's some been some really fucking awesome horror movies coming out that aren't so much gory, but they mess with mess you. Mess with your head. James Wan... The guy who does... One of the guys who created Saw. Yeah. He's been directing a lot lately. Um, oh, what's the one? Uh, the... Um, not The Conjuring. Okay. That, amazing. Yeah. Uh, Insidious and Sinister. All these ones, they're more of the... They're not so much the slash... They're not a slasher type. They're not so much a gore type. But they're, there's the ghosts in the house or the creepy things. The creepiest one I've seen recently is Sinister. It's got okay. Ethan Hawke in it. Yeah. And he p- plays a... He's a writer. And basically what he does is he goes down to town. He's like a true crime writer. And he actually helps solve the cases that the cops haven't been able to. Like, he bur- buries himself in these. Is that kind of like Castle? No, not... No, <laughs> no. He he just writes crap. Okay. Um... But what happens is he moves to this new town. He's got this history. Like, he had this one really good book. He moves into the house of where this family was killed and one of the daughters went missing. 
Mm. And there's this thing that appears... I won't give too much away. There's this thing that appears in the attic that he finds. Oh, oh, okay, I'll say it. It's home movies. Okay. And he starts watching them. And it is freaky because it's it's a home movie of the people who have gone missing, but there are others as well. Ooh. And the way it ended, I was just sitting there going, bravo, bravo, in amongst shitting myself and crying out of fear. <laughs> Because it it messed with my head so much that I got up to go to the toilet. And we're watching this at night, and I was scared to go to the toilet. <laughs> They're the ones you go to go outside in the dark, and you're like, you, you suddenly you're locking all the doors and the windows yeah. because it has affected you that much. See, I, I, I'm not a fan. I don't know. I, I I just don't really like. I don't like that. Feel. I know a lot of people like getting scared, but yeah. I'm, not, I'm not a fan. Because we saw Conjuring at the cinema, and it was creepy. But I think it was because stupidly went to South Bank, so it's full of teenagers who were talking the way through it. There was this one girl, every time something scary would happen, she'd scream. Yeah. Like, ah! But there was... She started... It's like she was doing it on purpose because she kept going. It was like... Ah! 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 To the point that someone just said, shut the fuck up. Yeah. But because it was on the big screen, you're in that dark environment, you're surrounded by people. I think... There's something that, you know, if you were scared next to me, I, yeah. you, you feel that. Okay. It makes you more tense. So if I'd seen this film in the day, maybe not as scary. But another good one lately, uh, Dark Skies. It had Kerry Russell in it. Yeah, I have seen the trailer for this. It is good. I thought, oh, Kerry Russell, haven't seen her in a few Felicity. years. Felicity. Felicity. She, um, her and her family start having strange shit going on at their house. Yep. Uh, seems like it might be a haunting or ghosts or something. Some mm-hmm. really creepy, like birds just flying into yeah. their house, like a lot of fucking birds. Yeah, I won't say what it actually is, but another one that just the cinematography, the director of uh, photography just did an amazing job with setting up those shots where they frame them in a way where you're always looking. You know, the character might be on the left of frame. You're constantly looking at the right, waiting for waiting something to happen. Yeah. And then when it doesn't, you're like, oh. And then they'll do it in the next one, and it creeps you out because you haven't been expecting it. Yeah. I, yeah, I'm, I'm just not a big fan of that that kind of feeling. Yeah. But, I mean, one of my favourite... You're a fan of my feelings. Yeah, I am. <laughs> one, one of my favourite um, movies, and I, I always associate it with Halloween, and it's thanks to Todd, because it, the very first Halloween party that we had at Kaboom Comics, this is... A, yeah. Well, this Which is I'm too. I've never been able to go. This to was one the of them. first one at 2009 because he'd always screen a film, and yep. it was one that he'd acquire through other means. Yeah, um, we all watch Zombieland. Now, I'm not a zombie fan. I don't like The Walking Dead. And it's I'm, not, more I'm not a fan of the film. It's it's a comedy. It's a comedy. But we watched that movie. I loved it. Yeah, that is a fantastic film. It's a shame they did that because you know World War Z, written yep. by Max Brooks. Yeah, his follow up novel, Zombie Survival Guide. Yeah. It's so it's more serious, but it's the same thing. You've got rules, and so okay. I found when Zombieland came out, it kind of destroyed the chance of that Fair enough. film. But I know, I know, like this week, Jess and I, because I think I've spoken about it on a previous issue. I watched Hansel and Go to Witch Hunters earlier this year. Now, it's just, is that one scary? No, but see, the thing is, or is my, it scary because it's so bad? My wife is someone who scares very, very Ooh. easily. Like, I couldn't sit down and watch, you know, any of those films you spoke about because she would have nightmares for weeks. <laughs> like, I couldn't I couldn't do it. So, I think Hansel and Gretel is just freaky enough for her. Yeah. I mean, we watched Van Helsing on Halloween last year, 
And she got freaked out by really? some of Yeah, she, she doesn't handle that stuff very well. Man. So I watched Hansel and Gretel earlier this year, and it is, like I said, it's just a romp. Yeah. It's not the greatest film, but it is what it is. It's they more of an action They make film no excuses. They take they know what they're doing, yeah. and they just go for it. And that's what made it endearing to me. So I, we're, I'm going to sit it down and watch that for yeah. Halloween this year. Well, the um, what would you find is the scariest film you've personally ever seen? I don't know. I, I've i never really been scared by a movie because the ones that I know are going to leave me like that, I've always avoided. Tell you my scariest. The Ring. Okay. And I know some people will sit there and go, really, The Ring? It's not for the reason you think. It was another one, like, it, because it was illogical, there was so much shit going on, like, what the fuck is going on? Mm-hmm. It's the scene on the ferry when the horse escapes. I, I haven't seen it, so... Well, basically, they're on this ferry, this horse breaks out, and basically... (gasps) You're terrified of horses. Yes. (laughs) I have a phobia, and basically what plays out, plays out like a recurring dream I've had for years. That no matter where I hide, this horse can get to me. Like, I could hide under a car, it kicks over the car. (laughs) I run into a house, lock every fucking door high in a cupboard, it just kicks down every fucking door. So there's this horse running around this ferry, this giant black horse chasing this chick. And I'm just sitting there like, we saw it at the cinema when it first came out, and I was gripping the armrest so tight, my hands were white. I think I started bleeding from like gripping it that tight. (laughs) That um, it then jumps off this boat and it smacks its head on the way down. Yeah. And I remember like just turning to my mate just with this face of pure terror and he's just sitting there looking at the screen going, <laughs> he's a little freaked out, but he's laughing at the horse yeah. banging its head. And then he just looks at me and goes, oh, what the fuck? Because I was nearly in tears. <laughs> I was that terrified because, nah, horse doing crazy shit like I've had it in a dream, I'm out. That, that just reminded me, actually, I, I'd forgotten about this. For the listeners who don't know, you have your paralytic fear of horses. Yep. I have a paralytic phobia of dogs. Yep. I went and saw I Am Legend with, oh. <laughs> with uh, girly geek host Anna, Yep, um, her partner James, and my partner Jess when it first came out at the cinemas. Mm. Of course, he starts getting chased by zombie dogs, doesn't he? <laughs> so I, I did freak out a little bit at that, to which everyone else in the row that, you know, who I was with just turned to me and started to laugh. And yeah. I'm like, fuck you. But fuck you. I have to ask, with your thing of horses and horses doing uh-huh. weird stuff, do you like Tangled? Like the Disney movie Tangled? Yeah. What about the horse in that? Yeah, he's just <laughs> funny. See, it, uh, I've mentioned it before, Lord of the Rings Two Towers, my favourite film of the trilogy. I love the Rohirrim, which okay. are all horse riders. Yep. But you get me in front of one of those... Like, I can understand the majestic beauty of them, but you yep. get me in front of one for real. I, we grew up with horses. We had properties and, you know, we, we've owned race horses most of my life. Holy shit. And I just had a few too many... Incidents that the last one was at the race track when we were in year eight. When I was in year eight, sorry, we'd gone out to check on our horse before race. Yeah, and the gate we were meant to leave out was locked. Okay, and so we had to walk between the stables in the alley, which you're not meant to because when the horses are being led through, they get yeah. skittish. Yep. As we're walking through, our horse is being led, starts bucking. Mm-hmm. Uh, my dad and the dad of the family that we also own the horse with. They jump in front of everyone else. Yeah. I was at the back by myself. Okay. It's bucked a couple of times, um, started walking off, and then the last thing I remember is two hoofs. 
Woke up about three hours later, broken Holy arm, shit. few broken ribs, punctured lung, crack in my skull. Fuck, I didn't know that. Yeah, so I have been terrified of them since. So I'd go see Dad uh, at his place, a uh, place where he's in Toowoomba. That's a logical fear. He would have horses in a 200 metre long paddock. Yeah. I'd go to see him at one end, and I'd just have to jump a fence right at the end. It was a five metre walk. Yeah. By the time I've jumped the fence into the paddock to jumping the fence at the end, mm-hmm. that five metre walk to see him, they've been at the other end of the paddock, 200 metres away. Yeah. In that three second walk, they've already caught up to me and I'm diving through the fence to get away from them. They scare see, the shit see, out of me. See, that's a logical fear. See, my dog phobia, I don't know You're what... just weird. <laughs> yeah, I, for as long as I can remember. I I'm don't get know... i going a for Christmas. Fuck off. I don't, <laughs> I don't know if I if I was bitten or anything as a child. Mum and Dad can't think of anything. Maybe like, you, those uh, little toy dogs that go... Ruff, 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 I think... And then do the backflip. Maybe you use the back. Mum did say then. when I was very, very young, and funny she mentioned a chihuahua, I did, mm. like a chihuahua did sort of nip at me. Yeah. When I was very, very be little. Vicious. We had one. So, I don't know if that's where it comes from, but for as long as I can remember, I've been fucking terrified of dogs. <laughs> I've say, I say to people, you know, you can put me in a room, in a glass room above a cliff filled with snakes, and I'd be fine, but you put me in a room with a cocker spaniel, and I'll fucking go to water. Yeah. And the other thing that Which really... was funny at the Carnival of Flowers, because yeah. the float behind us was the, the RSPCA, RSPCA with a shitload of dogs. But the thing is, and everyone says, oh, but you'd like my dog, uh, and they don't get it. I always say to them, if someone's scared of spiders, you don't they say, don't oh, care. you like my pet spider. They don't care if it's a fucking daddy long legs, tarantula, redback, whatever. They're scared of spiders. I don't care if it's a fucking, you know, bulldog, little puppy, chihuahua. Yeah. I, I just can't do it. Well, you know, we've mentioned our... Halloween movies. Yeah. You know, the ones that we like, the ones that you don't really like. You know, <laughs> listeners, let us know your thoughts. You know, we'll chuck it up on the Facebook page when this podcast goes up. Yeah. What are your favourite Halloween movies? What are the ones that really scare the fuck out of you? Because, like you said, uh, Zombieland's your favourite, and it's not even a hot... Like, no. It's a comedy. Have you actually checked out the TV show? No, I haven't. I've got it, I've but got I've it, never but watched, I haven't it. watched it. I don't think no. it lasted long. Actually, I know our loyal listener, Grace, will comment, and she'll have a hundred movies that she oh, can list for this. Well, we'll throw it up, because I want to hear what scares other people. Yeah. You have dogs, I have horses. That's another one. What What's are you your phobia? fucking scared of? Yeah. But, uh... Nearly at the end of this Halloween-centric issue, one last thing I wanted to mention. I read a new comic recently. Did you? It's a title... It's a character and characters that I haven't read in years. Oh, I know what you're going to talk about. I read Afterlife with Archie. I've heard Todd talk about this on Geek Speak Live. It was amazing. Really? It was. I had about 25 comics to catch up on, and I usually read them in order of what I probably won't like to what I like the most. Yeah. I read it first. Okay. I wish I'd read it near the end. It was so good. Basically, it's... It's your first kind of uh, story away from the regular Archie universe. Yeah. It's a dark horror. Okay. Uh, I'll give away the premise here. What happens is uh, Jughead's dog, Hot Dog, gets hit by a car. Okay. And he goes to Sabrina, of Sabrina the Teenage Teenage Witch. Witch, yeah. Fame. And says, you know, can you help him? And her and her aunties try. They can't. He's gone. Mm -hmm. She uses the Necronomicon to bring it back from the dead. Okay. Yeah, things don't quite go to plan. I'll just leave it at that. Wow. It's very dark. It's very... It, it's not your Archie title that you're used to reading. You know it's what, more adult. You know what Archie comic would freak me the fuck out? What? The Archie Meets Glee series. Oh, God. <laughs> but uh, this is written by... Uh, who is it? Roberto Aguirre Sacasa. And illustrated by Francesco Francavilla. 
And Both this those names. Yeah, are I quite know. The it's hard. It is the fastest selling Archie comic of all time. I'm not surprised. It's sold out. Very, oh. in, you know, fat at the moment. It's sold out from Diamond in five hours. It's had to go back to a second printing, which is uh, coming out on November sixth. Okay. But yeah, it's basically the best way to sum it up is it's the first direct market only series. It's not your regular Archie, yeah. Betty and Veronica and all that. Like they're they're going for a niche market here. And it sounds like it's worked. Yeah. And it basically yeah, it takes him into a dark horror inspired direction. I'm not a zombie fan. Amazing book. They use only a few different colours. It's not your colourful Archie. Okay. A lot of blacks, a lot of oranges, a lot of reds. We'll have to do Archie's hair. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, they're more grown up. Like, you know, there's the whole thing with Betty and Veronica and Archie and, um, you know, they're texting and stuff like that. Okay. It's a bit... I was expecting just an adult comic when I heard Afterlife with Archie. I didn't realise it was horror. Right. I recommend pick it up. I'm giving it the Geek Speak sidekick rating, three and a half out of five. Okay, see, I've never read Archie, but you're making me want it. I loved Archie comics as a kid. This, I love even more. It, wow. Because it, it, it's for the adult market. Cool. And seriously, five hours it sold out? That's it, yeah, for an Archie comic. Biggest selling Archie comic of all time was direct market. So, uh, look, I think that's the end of our Halloween issue. I think it'll have to be. It'll have to be. We're, uh, we're kind of running on time here. But uh, look, next weekend... Yes. Supernova Brisbane. Supernova. Expect a lot of things coming out of that. We've got a few things in the works. Yeah. Uh, next week, I know you wanted to talk about it today. Yeah. You're still reading through Smallville, the I finished, Season 11 comic. I finished comic. the third trade from Season 11 of Smallville. I'll talk about it next issue. Just quickly, leave a little bit of a sizzle. Who's one of the characters that appears in it? Impulse. Oh. So, essentially, Kid Bart from the TV show. Yeah, Flat. Yeah. Uh, they're Smallville's universe version of The Flash. Yes. But uh, look, until then, be sure to head along to youtube.com forward slash geekspeakaustralia to check out all the videos. Follow us on Twitter at geekspeakau. Send us an email, geekspeakau at gmail.com. And for anything and everything else, head along to facebook.com forward slash geekspeaktv. And like I said, we'll chuck up a thing or a few to say, you know, what are your scary movies? Yeah. What do you recommend for Halloween? What are you shit scared of? But until then, I'm your host, the geek of all trades, Steve Muller. And I'm the guy who knows exactly what you did last summer, Brendan Lowe. Geek out!